少年ジャンプス Oh baby, it is once again time to ride on shooting star, my dudes. Welcome back to Shonen Chumps, the only anime podcast on the gosh darn internet that features the three of us. As always, I'm Brennan. I'm Sean. I'm Dylan. And if you didn't know what we do here, you probably do know. But if you didn't know, we watch anime and then we hang out with you and talk about it. And this week, as you are probably well aware by now, the anime that we did watch is none other than Fooly Cooly. Progressive. As always, if you want to like talk to us or reach us, you can email us at shonenchumps.com. Wait. Shonenchumps.gmail.com We don't have Uh, our own domain. Yeah, no, not yet. Um, You can tweet at us at Shonenchumps. We're also on YouTube or SoundCloud or Apple iTunes Podcast, the Google Play Store, if you want to listen to us. And, as I always say every week now, if you want to rate us on one of the podcast services like the Apple iTunes podcast service. Be it good or bad, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. I will read your review out on the podcast like I'm about to do right now. Yes. So someone reviewed us called Bun Buns 3. The title says genuinely good with five stars. I like it so far. That's lovely. And so, okay, the body of the review says this. I have been battling bad seasonal depression and insomnia for a while. And since my love for anime has kicked back in, I was looking for a podcast to help me focus when things aren't great. Shonen Chumps came into my life, and their episodes make me laugh and have gotten me to sleep. Uh, that's good, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Um, they're all very genuine and funny. Talk in depth about themes and characters and our fellow Canadians. Only downsize is they hate my fave, Bakugo. Just kidding. Love the show so much, and thanks for all you do. Well, Bun Buns. We love you. Bonbons? That is like... That's beautiful. You finna make it, me cry, fam. It's like so heartwarming to hear someone write that about us. I know. Yeah. Thank you like, so much. This is something... I mean, we're just like doing it for fun. Yeah, we're just like, a couple of idiots. Like hang just out and... Uh, doing the damn thing. Dude, we're glad to help. Yeah. yeah. We're glad that you're Canadian. We're glad that you love us. Um, Thank you for taking the time to write that. That was very special. Yeah. Uh, it means a lot to us. We love you. I'm glad that your uh, interest in anime has kicked back in. Yeah, fuck That's yeah, amazing. Bun Buns. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, I just want you to know, I don't actually hate Bakugo. 
Yeah, we're talking no. about the the guy in My Hero Academia. I do. <laughs> he's a good boy, but he's a spicy one. He's becoming cooler. I can see it now. Season three, baby. Season three. He's I feel cooler it. now. It's in the yeah. cards. Uh, but yeah, if you'd like to join the ranks of Bun Buns and everybody else who's written into the podcast so far, uh, feel free to drop us a review. Uh, or if you just want to talk to us, hit us up. We yeah. love talking to you. All of you who talk to us on a regular basis, we love you. Thanks for your suggestions. Thanks for your thoughts. Uh, we want it all. Hell yeah. Okay, guys, now, Fooly Cooly Progressive, the second season, technically, of Fooly Cooly. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember when the first season first aired? Yes. Yeah. Well, no. The year 2000. Yeah, I'm Mel- saying I don't millennium. remember when yeah. it... When it oh, <laughs> I, I, do, do I remember when it was coming out, or do I remember the year that it came out? Like, the Do year. I know the, the answer? Year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this season, just like the last season, was six episodes long. Now, what do you guys think about the second season of Fooly Cooly in one sentence? Dylan. Oh, no. I had a, a couple, deep breath. I had a couple <laughs> options for my sentence uh, today. And in the end, I decided to go with... I haven't been this confused since Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence. <laughs> And if you don't know how I feel about Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence, oh, oh let me tell you. There's a whole podcast on that. Oh, baby. Episode. Podcast episode on that. Oh, baby. And I didn't like it. Ghost in the Shell or Fooly Cooly? Is this your whole Is that your whole Well, sentence? I'm talking about Ghost in the Shell, but <laughs> yeah. also Fooly Cooly Progressive. I wanted... I want... This is not my sentence anymore. This is me just <laughs> looking at Brennan with heartfelt eyes. I wanted to like it. I wanted to be that for you, but... It's just not there, dude. It's not there. That's a good sentence. Brennan, how did you feel in the sentence? Okay, my sentence is... Lightning doesn't strike twice, but I've never rocked harder in my life. That's a... That sounds like a proper review, like the kind of thing that would be on the back of a book, like quotes Tom Clancy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the title of the review when you go to, like, IGN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, my sentence is Fully Cooly Progressive is the Star Wars The Force Awakens of the Fully Cooly franchise. Whoa. Right. That's really interesting. It's kind of like a rehash. It's been 18 yeah. years. It just takes Where everything does... that was there before, <laughs> throws it in a blender, spits it out back at you. It's like, hey, we're still cool, right? Fully Cooly. Fully Yeah. Cootie Cootie. Now let's start there. In yeah. progressive, we don't. I don't think we get a single fully cooly. We we don't. just get a text message Dude. that says FLCL. Uh, we get a couple coolies in there. Where do we? Yeah. Uh, at least I mean I know they're very subtle. It's not so overt as them having like an argument through a manga panel. It's a covert fully cooly. Yes, dude. Where? Yes. Do you, where? Uh, I can I can remember at least one when I think it was like episode three or two, uh, the beach episode when uh, Haruko kidnaps um, 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 Hidomi. Is that her name? Yes. That's her name. Right? It is. It okay. Is. Uh, yeah. When Haruko kidnaps Hidomi and like has her tied up and uh, Ide is going to go find her in the abandoned uh, medical mechanica facility, all you hear from like the... Uh, the room that she's locked up in is like cootie 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 oh yeah so there's like little weird Whoa. moments when it happens but I it didn't does know that it does happen also that it, scene that you're mentioning with uh, haruko in a nurse's outfit yeah happens in the first season also 
Um, you guys remember that? Fooly Cooly. Yes, yeah. Origi- the original. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Of course. How could I forget? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, where do we start with the show? It's so fucking random. There's... <laughs> okay, I <laughs> But did say... you expect anything different, though? You know what? I think I looked back on Fooly Cooly original with, like... Let's talk Rose-colored about Rose-colored glasses. Yes. I was just, like, kind of, like... I was like, oh, that was like a fun, weird little show. Yeah. And then I watched this this season and I was like, wow, this is what <laughs> Fooly Cooly was? Fair. Or Had- maybe th- I think that this is significantly worse than the first, the original. Yes. Okay. Because okay. like at least in the original, I could like pick up on themes and characters and their motivations. Right. Yes. And such. Dude, I have no idea what's going on in this show. I really really don't okay fair sean did you like in hindsight mm-hmm. how do you feel about the original fully cooly fully cooly season one is still a masterpiece okay if the second season came out just like a year later after the first season right it probably would not be a masterpiece i mean like the first season probably would not be a masterpiece because this would have sullied it yeah because yeah, they definitely. wouldn't have that 18 year difference in time right between them right yeah um I think the first season is great and it's intentionally weird, but the second season almost says like, hey, do you remember all that stuff from the first season? And is it like hardly ingrained inside of your brain? Right. And it, to the point where everything sounds logical? Oh, well, uh, you're going to need all that knowledge for the second season. Yeah, definitely. You're going to need to remember that like dicks come out of people's heads. Yeah. And then they lead to monsters coming out. And N-O the- portals, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what does NO stand for again? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, right. I remember reading that on Wikipedia a long Dude, time ago. I don't remember so, anything from season one. No, that's yeah. not true. But like, I don't remember like the nuances. So, right. Yeah. Do you remember so, the guy's eyebrows falling off? Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because his son's it, in this show. I remember. Yes. <laughs> Mister Dylan. Oh my! You missed Dylan, that? Tell me that you saw that. Cheaper. <laughs> no. Guy. What? In episode six. Tomorrow. Of the, in episode six of this show progressive yeah at the end when the credits are rolling Uh not even at the end of the credits the beginning of the credits Uh um an old lady walks up to the red-haired guy with the baseball cap who's always hanging around the eye patch man yeah is brendan is saying the names of the characters and she (laughs) says man's name is just eye patch (laughs) yeah i I know yeah she says your eyebrows are really small just like your father and he's like don't talk about my eyebrows yeah so he this (laughs) is a generation i didn't make the connection i remember that and he honestly looks just like his father i just assumed he might be the same character yeah he's got the same hair he's got the same face shape and he does the same job as his dad. They both uh, work for the yeah. <laughs> for the immigration department of Which aliens like, and uh, shit. How old is Naoto right now? Dude. Is he like old as fuck? So, okay. <laughs> Before we get too far into characters, uh, I just want to rehash what I was saying with my sentence. Is that, yeah, lightning doesn't strike twice. Like, this is, this is not the first series by any means. It doesn't reach the same heights at all. And since we last reviewed Fooly Cooly, the the first series, I've watched this the show front to back maybe twice after that. So three times in total. Uh, the third time being before we actually started watching the new series. And like I think I can say for sure that the original series is probably my second favorite anime now. I think it's it's broken into the top three. Yeah, you mentioned no that question. even on other episodes. You've mentioned that you think that Fuli is in your top three or something. It is, mm-hmm. it is without a question, just a masterpiece. Just 
everything it tries to do, everything it delivers, and the way it delivers it, it's beautiful. It's a work of art from start to finish. And that is not what progressive is. Like you said, it takes the same elements, throws it in a blender, mm-hmm. and kind of chucks it back at you. But I feel like if you had rewatched the first series, I think it's like almost, it is like imperative that you watch the first series immediately before watching progressive because it like the plot of it hangs so much on the lore that's built up in the first series uh that if like without keeping any of that stuff in mind like you're saying it's not fresh in your mind yeah you're fucked yes do you think that that's a good way to construct a show? Because no. I don't think so. I think <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure because, like, like I, I I don't know. This is just one example that's coming to my head, and it's not even anime, but, like, Blade Runner 2049 was, like, an incredible sequel. It was yeah. just a dope movie. And, like, part of what was good was that it, it can stand on its own, and it's, like, reinforced by, like, Blade Runner, which came right. out, like, 30 years before it. Right. And so this... I don't want to have to rewatch Fooly Cooly season one so that I can understand season two. Yeah. It's been 18 years, dude. Deliver yeah. to me earlier if you want me to remember. Yeah. The thing with season one is that it's just a silly, fun show, both yeah. in animation and story and dialogue, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're learning all these like intricate things about the lives of each individual character that it's so cool. Right. Which um, they don't do this time. No, but like At least, well, the reason why yeah. Progressive is so weird is because almost the only thing that it takes from the first series is the lore. Yeah, It right. doesn't take the easygoing living lifestyle yeah. of the, like, the first I season. I mean, it there's tries. No yeah, it tr- yeah, there's no heart. I definitely agree with, with you guys on that, but, like, it does try. And I don't think it succeeded right. because um, it takes Hidomi and, like, she's she says the same line as Naota, basically, where she's like, Nothing interesting ever happens in this town, and it's all—it's the same. Sure, that was a nice existential, yeah. like teenage malaise of like right. not being able to get out of your hometown, or just like being like every day is the same. Everything is boring. I don't know who I am. I'm not interested in anything. Which is what the core of Hitomi's character is. Like when we're first introduced to her, she's so dull and boring and just like a nothing. And you're like, why is this? This is the main character of the new series. Like, right. give me something. Like at least. Naoto was like a plucky, like sort of like he was pissed about it at least. Yeah, yeah. So he was kind of like feisty. Yeah, yeah. he had more like stuff to him. So I was like, why? Like, why? Why is it like this? And then I kind of realized I was like, oh, they're just trying to hit at like the apathy that comes with being a teenager because like there is frustration, but there also is just like a void. And I, I very distinctly remember that feeling as like a teenager like a young teenager just being like wow there is nothing sure but like (laughs) even if you had that you weren't just a void right there was a character there i feel like there was like almost no character right but like i think it's worth saying that there's two main characters this time there's right ide there is yeah ide who is like the sexually charged one that seems to just want to have sex right right would you consider him a like 
a main character. Yeah, right? yes, I would. No like, like, or sorry, the lead character though. Yeah, I one think it's two. him and her, especially yeah. like when you first enter the classroom in episode one, and you're seeing him talk to all his buddies about how he just like might have fucked the teacher. Yeah, <laughs> like right. at me uh, from my perspective, I was like, so which one is the main character? Okay, obviously I was expecting the girl to be, but it seemed like they wanted to throw me off and wanted to present both characters mm-hmm. as being that. Uh, Brennan, while you were talking, you just made me realize how brilliant the first season is. Yeah. Because what the first season is, is this whiny main character who's only the main character because his brother left the city. His brother should be the main character of that show. That's the interesting guy that everybody cares about. What Holy Cooley season one is, is a show with side characters. The main character is left to America. I That's great, dude. (laughs) I'm you just, just thinking about you this just, now. You yeah. just made me like fully That's cool so more. cool. I the mean, first season. Just I definitely. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think. Yeah, definitely. Like his brother is like your typical protagonist. Yeah. But like the reason now to so interesting is because you're trying to like you're seeing how he copes with the loss of this right. major figure in his development as a young person, like just up and leaving, and then him yeah. just dealing with that as like a child and then learning to sort of be an adult about it and sort of coming into his own over the course of like six episodes. And it's just so masterfully executed. Yeah. And they try that again, actually an alternative with Hidomi's dad, but it's such like an afterthought in the grand scale of things that like, it doesn't make any sense when they try to wrap it up with some kind of payoff between like her and her mom and right. they're like trying to establish the relationship and it's like she's trying to deal with like the abandonment that she feels from her father leaving and she's trying to hold on to her mom and the cafe but in the grand scheme of things none of that matters because it doesn't factor into her personality or what she does in the show because in what she does in the show is more or less just chase after Ide. And even that relationship is kind of, it's not even, like, romantic with, like, Mamimi and Naota, where it's, like, Naota is, is like, sort of hanging out with Mamimi because she's his brother's ex-girlfriend, and he wants to be his brother so badly that's, like, okay, I'm low-key gonna try fuck your girl while you're gone, but Mamimi wants to hang out with Naota because he reminds her of his brother, so it's like there's right. something there like deeply within both of them. Yeah, so in progressive everything's kind of a little more stale when it comes to the sex and relationships because right. everything is so basic. It's just like boy likes girl, girl likes boy. They just need to admit it to each other. But in the first season everything is like weirdly weirdly sexually charged. It's like yeah. you're older than me. This shouldn't be happening. You used to fuck my brother. This is oddly a little bit incestual, yeah, but it's not we right. both want it to happen, but we don't. And the it's thi- just like yeah. this weird duality. There's a lot of like, tension there. Yes. I think this season is devoid of tension. Like, yes, you're 100%. Talking about, you're talking yeah. about them liking each other, dude? Yeah. Like, that. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly. Like that's, like, that's not something that is, like, I don't know, even, like, put forth, like, really well. I, you know, it's really hard for me to remember how I felt about Fooly Cooly because I remember watching it, and even my sentence for Fooly Cooly uh, last episode, <laughs> it was, I didn't get the show, comma, I didn't like the show. Right. But I think maybe you guys might have convinced me of its merits. Yeah. And now thinking back, and, you know, you guys bringing points about it, I, I am convinced that maybe, you know, it was a pretty good show, even if it wasn't for me. Right. But this show, I don't think I can be convinced of that. Can you, like, can you guys tell me why Ide and Hidomi like each other? Like, why? 
Is there, is, no. No, it's like, is there, I, do you, did you guys notice a moment? Because the only thing that, like, can click in my head as to why they might like each other is because they've shared this, like, they're both on, like, the side of being woke to the weirdness that's happening in their town. It's like, they both know some shit's up. Like, as soon as the Octo monster attacks Hidomi in her room... Right. And like Ide comes flying out of the air and like lands in the ground like a pencil, which is that's very really funny, funny by the way. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Which is what I think the show retains some of its charm. Don't get me wrong, but like also they're just in it together, and that's the only reason they have to be with one another. Right. That's fine, but it didn't seem like enough. It didn't feel yeah. like enough. No, I didn't think so necessarily either. But mm-hmm. yeah, the best part of the show is episode one, the opening scene, the song. Yeah, that's the best part of the show. <laughs> the pillows are back. Concerned. Oh fucking that hell yeah. song is fire! The way they the synth line changes into her phone alarm, waking her up. Yeah, right. That's cool. It was all very cool. I liked the pillows being back, although for a long time while watching Progressive, I didn't realize that they'd made any more new music. I just thought it was all the same old shit. I mean, they did redo like a couple songs. They did okay, like like um last dinosaur uh i think i can um there's one more in there but they redid them and i thought they sounded great uh-huh. i was actually like a huge fan of like all of the new shit that the pillows brought to this i was like oh my god yes because you better believe since we podcasted fully coolie one i i did find all of their music and i have been listening to it daily because it is thoroughly my shit right like, yeah, I yeah, I love that shit too. It fucking that's what I mean. It fucking rocks so hard. And like even even though like they did miss I guess like the thing is with progressive, it doesn't have a heart, but it was so cool to look at and um like it sounded great, it looked great. And, like, even, like, following the lore was interesting enough that I still had a great time watching this. Like, I did enjoy this a lot. Yeah, I can say that I enjoyed it, too, but not to, like, the... Not to the way of the first season. Like, in the first season, the pace is so incredibly fucking fast and all this random shit is happening. Right. But everything makes sense a little bit like scenes lead to one another and you can tell why the plot is flowing yeah whereas like i'd have uh i'd be watching progressive and i would zone out for like 10 seconds and not know how the fuck we got anywhere yeah it's almost like like they're it's it's like they're they just wanted to make this to make a sequel to fully coolie they didn't right like i'm not gonna say the passion wasn't there obviously these people are incredibly talented and they most likely adore Fully Cooley. Yeah. But, like, the the creator's intent wasn't there is right. what I'm getting like, at. Like, I was definitely happy to have more. Yeah. Like, just like I'm I'm assuming many fans of Fully Cooley were it's just, are just stoked to have more. Because it was, like, six episodes 18 years ago. And it's like, that was right. it. But, like... I, I knew, like, even before watching the show, it's like it's not like I went in, like, with low expectations or anything, but I just, like, you can't capture that again. And even if you, tr- like, you, if you tried to, it would just be, like, a shadow. It would be in the shadow of the first season. Right. And, like, I don't think they were going to go for something new just based on, like, what we got in, like, terms of promotional material. I was like, okay, this is probably going to follow the plot, I guess. Right. 
and like that's the thing the like the actual plot of the first season of fooly cooly doesn't even really come to light until the very end of the series everything kind of falls into place and then it's like oh this whole show has been about haruko chasing her space pirate parrot yeah that she loves and then it all culminates and that's the end of it and it just goes out with a fucking huge bang. Right. Yeah. So what was the point of this show? Sorry, wait, I don't want to interrupt your thought. No, no, that was like <laughs> the end of it. Okay, so what was the point of this show? What what look honestly, what happened? Like, okay. If you can give me beats. Yeah. Like okay, so like girl is doesn't like her town, so does the boy. Silver haired lady shows up. Let's do that. You what? guys well, there's only okay. six episodes. Let's talk about each episode. I can tell you what happens. I have some things to bring up first. Okay. Before we do thing this. number one, yeah, the main character's dad's left, yes, and she's uh, like managing this cafe with her mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. did it ever occur to you guys that her dad could be Naota from the first season? No, but that's very cool. Yeah, now that I'm now that I you was, mentioned that, that's I cool. was thinking, I really wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, okay, like I was I was thinking about it because I was like, as soon as um her mom was like looking at the new medical mechanica facility, like all dreamy like and it was the like iron. Yeah, yeah and it was like oh i wonder where he is now it's almost it's making the same sound as last time i was yeah. like did she know naota or something is she talking about naota like i feel like that's what the show is probably implying now yeah. that you mention it it's like she's probably naota's kid because like this is a generation below and it's still happening on earth so, right um and now my second question is yeah. uh at the end of like the the end credit sequence to every sh- yes, every episode, dude. you see what happens when uh, Haruko tried to join with Adam. Adam's, so like, yeah, is the, that how you say it? Adam Musk. Adam Musk. Adam Musk. Ad- the yeah. immediate follow up after the ending of the first season, of fully coolly, basically. Yeah, yeah, which is just that her body splits up into two different beings, and then of some it sort. scatters like oh, the rest of his powers. I don't think I was paying attention to that, dude. That, that, this is why he didn't get the show. You never paid attention to like the ending credit sequence. Oh no! Okay. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's so hard to remember because, like, I know I watched them, but I think I was just so jumbled up because of right. not knowing what yeah. happened yeah. in the episode. Well, I don't blame you necessarily because if we're going by the first season, the end credit sequence is just a live action shot of somebody riding around a Vespa. Around yeah, the and like With the I greatest know, a song of, times, of all time. Right? Yeah, but song is yes, that song is fucking amazing. But yeah. <laughs> in progressive, it's actually vital to you oh, to know it's... why we have a second character, yeah, yeah. Uh, Julia Jinyu. Jinyu. So they're dude. from the same being. They're the same being. Yeah, apparently, it's so also. Yeah. Uh, What's her face is uh, Haruko. Her hair was pink, but now it's orange. Is it orange because they the pink up. part split up into a yeah. new being? Because she becomes pink again once she reconsumes right. Right. Jinyu. Also, so. it doesn't make any fucking sense because shouldn't this Julia Jinyu actually be like an aspect of her personality? R- to some well, extent, she is. But we'll get into that. Can we get um, into it now? <laughs> I mean. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I've got one more thing to say about right. that whole intro okay. sequence or outro sequence, rather. Uh, I remember y- you you said something to us earlier. Um, you're, you're saying, I think it was in our group chat, where you're like, uh, it's similar to Fully Cooly. Oh, no, we were just talking about it. You're like, it's similar to Fully Cooly 1, except none of the original characters show up. But... In that outro sequence, when we see all of the parts of Adam Mosk flying all over the place, right. we see people on the ground looking up. 
And one of those people looks like Mamimi because she's smoking a cigarette and she has a camera in her hand. And at the end of Fooly Cooly 1, we know she left the town to become a photographer. This is true. And we see a figure. I'm not sure if it's a boy or like a, something slightly larger than a boy holding a guitar on top of a pile of debris. Right. Just like how Naoto was looking off into the sky as Haruko bounced. Right. I so, did not notice those characters in that shot. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a callback. And it's like, oh, they still exist in this world, guys. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't they, though? Well, yeah, yeah. but also, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, this isn't happening on another planet somewhere. Or right, like, right. Some shit like that. Yeah, so good to know. Cool. Good to confirm. Um, but anyways, back to Jinyu. Right. So, like, what aspect of Haruko's personality is she? It's at all? the part of her, I guess, that secretly knows that she can't contain Adamisk at all and that Adamisk should be free by nature of being a space pirate parent right yeah but she's in hardcore denial and is I guess driven by her selfish need to like they they explain this very beautifully it's like chasing something just because you know you can't catch it right yeah right that is Haruko's motivation it's that sort of crazy urge to attempt the impossible i feel like dylan Dylan has something to say no i was was just gonna say like i actually wrote down the quote when uh julia jenny was looking at haruko and and she's talking to hidomi and she says that woman is the same as me she wants the same thing as me yeah yeah yeah. and then they're talking about their motivation and then she says i i was once with someone amazing with him i could fly around the universe but suddenly he disappeared he abandoned me Turns out, like, this isn't exactly the quote, but, like, turns out I wasn't his equal, but we keep searching for him. We yeah. chase We chase something because we know we can't catch it, can't touch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is yeah. that is the gist of it, more or less. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, they both know that, but I guess um, Jinyu is a bit more logical. Because she's actively trying to stop Haruko from, like, fucking shit up. Right. So, like, the long and short of it, Haruko fucking runs around finds groups of teenagers to exploit for their no energy because they're full of it because it manifests itself in their fucking teenage horniness yeah is it and, testosterone uh maybe not necessarily exclusively testosterone because it's girls and estrogen too. yeah yeah, yeah. maybe and uh because she's trying to show the kids porn to like activate that part yeah of right yeah, yeah okay dude i did not get that at that all was, and like, that's my note is like what that's why like, one of Ide, you uh there, she has a lineup of the kids that are about to watch porn yeah but it's Ide's turn in line and she's like oh we don't need to do you i already know that like you're that good. was so funny. because she was at his house. Yeah, yeah yeah she sure. was at his house the night before yeah oh, and it's probably scared. yeah probably oh, <laughs> yeah wow yeah yeah dude it's why she targeted that's why she targeted Spell him it out first. For me. God damn it. FLCL. Fooly cooly. What about that yeah. doesn't make sense, Dylan? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no. It's th- That's what she does. Is she goes and she fucks with the youngins to bring out their sexual craziness uh, in order to generate massive amounts of N-O energy to... Uh, trigger and or tempt and or summon her massive bird lover to earth yes 
Was he revealed as a bird in the first season? Yes. I think so, yes. Oh, I don't remember that at all. He is fully a phoenix. I don't blame you. It's just a bunch of visual effects at the end there. Yeah. It's just flashing lights and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's in the series for altogether like 10 seconds. Yes. It's just like the last scene of the Mm -hmm. show, basically. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's her whole shtick, I guess. So, like, does he create Julia to, like, stop... Does he like I purposely pull them apart? I can't give you an answer. So there. that they stop each other? Yeah, That's just know. abstract. Because like yeah, she she finds him and it's like, yeah, I got you, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then grabs his power, I guess, from him. Right. Turns into the pink energy form that Naota turned into when he channeled Adam Mosk at the end of Fooly Cooly One. Right. And then it's too much for her and she splits up into two. Right. Yeah. And then they wind up on Earth again, trying to resummon Adam Mosk and fuck over Medical Mechanica. And so that's what's happening. The whole plot—that's like, the her, general. She, that's the long and short of it. Yeah, Haruko is just trying to get the NO energy to find Adam yeah. Mosk, which yeah, is the entirety of Fully Cooly, right. probably from now until forever. That's what yeah. the third season right. will be. Right, and there. so it's <laughs> going to be more fuckery with more teenagers with more pirate parrot. Okay, so what was (laughs) what's up with the? I didn't understand what was happening with uh, Eye Patch and that other guy and the plant. Do you want to get into what's up with this plant? I I got that the plant was the thing that the younger sister. Let's start going episode by episode. Daughter, clarify everything. Okay. Let's so run sure. through this quick, though. Yeah, yeah real just quick. Just big, big, big points. So. Episode one, I have something to start off immediately off the bat. Yes. Blonde-haired chubby kid is wearing panties under a skirt. He's got yes. a skirt. He's skirt boy. Noticed. Yeah. Uh, Fashionista. Uh, what's a Unisex. That's Uni- the term. It's, it's unisex. You can't name gender in the fashion world. Unless Great you want scene. to be at put in a nursing home, my dude. Yeah, good scene. Good <laughs> Great scene. scene. I like it. Fun. So she has. So Hidomi has her first weird dream with her headphones. Uh, comes to class sees and hears Ide going off about fucking the teacher. Uh, Jinyu hits Hidomi with her car because she's she follows her to school, low-key, notices her headphones, and is like, this is some medical mechanica shit. Right. I'm going to not let her turn into a portal. Hits her with the car. I do got to say it's really cool that Julia drives her car from the backseat. That's so back sick. Backseat driving. Yo, and her glasses hey. are fucking sick. Haruko doesn't know shit. Her glasses are lit. Fire. I'm following. I'm following you. Fire. So sick. Backed. (laughs) Would rock any day of the week. Um, Okay, so so after that... (laughs) Okay, so after she hits Hidomi with the car, the Octomech appears and attacks Hidomi in her room as she's freaking out because she probably attracts it with her port. So there's two portals at this point. Uh, Ide's a portal and... Hidomi's a portal, but... Also, if anyone is forgetting, Naota, the main character in the first season, yeah. always has lumps coming out of his forehead because his head is being used as a portal An to N-O summon, portal. like, demons and monsters and shit. Intergalactic items and characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, both of these characters are that at this point, except Hidomi has headphones that act as an inhibitor. So, yes. they prevent... We're, we're given to her by her dad because her dad probably her dad who's probably now to knows that her daughter his daughter is uh, probably prone to the same shit as him. So while they're living in the same town as Medical Mechanica, there's a chance that uh, she's gonna go through the same shit. So probably gave her headphones to be like, listen, 
Put this on your fucking Listen, head. I'm leaving your mother, but here are some headphones. <laughs> this will have to do. This is your new dad. Put them on. Shit won't come out of your forehead. They're Beats by Dre. <laughs> I really um, hope she likes these. I spent $500 on them. <laughs> yeah, so she starts to freak out. Uh, also, some I guess at this point, it's the Octomech has already come out of Ide's head and is attracted to her, pulls her out of the house, Ide and her meet up, and they're like, what's fucking going on? Uh, they dip to a junkyard, and Jinyu fucking saves their ass. Right. And then sees that Hidomi is the portal person, realizes that Haruko probably wants her because she is the most potent portal uh, to bring Adamosk to Earth again. Right. So, and also we see Haruko in the junkyard just watching from a distance with binoculars. Yes. Do you remember? Yes, yeah. I do. Um, so then Jinyu decides, okay, I'm just going to hang out with Hidomi from now on so that Haruko can't have her way with her. Uh, so I'm going to be a maid at your cafe. Right. And and then we see the ending credits of episode one and we get filled in on what happened immediately after the end of FLCL1. Yeah. Okay. So and when was... we finally see Haruko, she's like, uh, the real one is back. Yeah, right. Just be like, oh yeah, that's that character that I love? Question mark. Actually, hate because she's annoying as fuck. Gotta say, I I did like how Hidomi's phone was just fucking going crazy before that shit, and people's eyes started going all wonky. And this is before you realize that she's using some brainwashing brainwashing technique on them. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, why is everyone losing their shit for no reason? Then she's like, whoosh, pulls off her face. It's me. Right. Also, like right. the yeah, the cool. um, the kids' teacher just like telling them that their lives don't matter, and they're like the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then you find out, obviously, it's Haruko. Yeah, because who else? Would I I like figured it, it out. Like in the first episode, they uh, you can actually see the yellow Vespa is outside the school. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I yeah. I actually that's one thing I did catch on to. I was nice. like, this teacher is Haruko. I yeah. knew that because that's how they pitched the series, like in the, all the advertisements. Oh, like the okay. Teacher so is, I yeah. wasn't familiar with any of that. Right. Yeah. So uh, I wait, just saw. Quick question: The main character, when she's walking to school on her first day, why is she like a pink blob, like from Adventure Time? I thought that was really funny. I don't know. She doesn't care. She's just like a blank. She's a yeah. ghost. Just like, she's just like a, along. Yeah. She's yeah, literally a stupid, purple ghost. Oh, I was fine with it. I thought it was cute. I was like, this is funny. No, I didn't think it wasn't <laughs> funny. I thought it was like stupid, like funny. Right. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, yeah, I, I wasn't like against it. Yeah. So everyone's like, good morning. She's like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like that. Just like. Mm hmm. Yeah. Facts. Sean is actually just a purple ghost. Um, yes. <laughs> All right, so... I, uh, call me Hiba G from now on. <laughs> God, what an annoying nickname. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, it's just her last name, right? Well... Isn't it? Her last name is Hibajiri. Oh. And they cut off the re, and they okay. just call her Hiba G. And they're, like, yelling it so much, like Kagome yeah. yelling Inuyasha. <laughs> it's just like, come on, we get it. It's the title of the show. Oh, In Inuyasha, not this. Not yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cooly! Yeah. Uh, okay, so... So next episode. Okay, so episode going. one, yeah. you're clear. Yeah? I'm pretty sure nothing happens in episode two, so... Well, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Haruko's brainwashing the students. Uh, Hidomi has another crazy dream. Um, we find out, or Hidomi finds out that Ide works in the slums because he's 
he doesn't have money. Right. And he builds machines. Yes. He gets his ass kicked by Japanese people. And he has that pebble shooting gun, which is a pretty funny scene. Yeah, it's great. Yes. Um, yeah, but she sees him getting his ass kicked, overflows, because apparently she has feelings for him hmm. already. Uh, right. And then they wake up in her room, and then, or in Ide's room. Uh, right. Yeah. Yes. Ide's Kuri taking Kuri. Kuri. Kuri, yeah. And he, his mom's like. <laughs> Yo, you're such Yo, a player. Your mom was yeah. so Joe, funny. Yeah. That was she's one great. of the better parts of the show. I fucking love that. She's like, you know, when I was your age, I was quite the little. <laughs> Cut it off. It's I like, wanted to know what mom. she was going to say. Yeah. You were the, the word. word. What was the word she was going to use? I need more of that, mom. Yeah. How much do you think Ide hears about how much his mom used to fuck? I mean, it's probably what's fueling his horniness right now. Oh, yeah. God. Holy <laughs> <Kuli? laughs> But anyways. Oh, fully cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Haruko shows up. She's got a video camera. She makes fun of him. But then also Jinyu shows up at the same time. He's like, hey, I know you're here to fuck with these kids. I'm not going to let you fuck with these kids. And then we're given the information straight up that they are two parts of the same whole, in case we didn't piece it together from the outro of the last show. Right. Yeah, so I didn't, but I actually wrote down they're the same. And, like, I put it in quotes, and then I put my question mark. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, funny, because when I heard that, I'm like, wow, they're really hitting the nail on the head. Yeah, they? it's like, I get it. I get so, it. On with the I'm show. An <laughs> I'm an idiot. It's uh, not that you're an idiot. It's just that you, you just didn't pay it. attention during the, yeah. <laughs> the ending. Uh, it's yeah. like they were putting credits on top of it. So it's yeah. like you kind of are meant... Well, you're not yeah. meant Dude, to, Dude, but... sometimes anime credits are just nothing. They're just, like, portraits of, like, the character. So... Ah, uh, how yeah. am I supposed to know when things matter and not? <laughs> right. Things don't matter. That's what Fooly Cooly's about. <laughs> nothing interesting ever happens in this city. Oh, man. Nothing ever... Nothing interesting happens in these credits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they fight... They, Jinyu... Or no, Haruko uses Ide as, like, on a leash, just as a whip, summons the octopus again. Right. Uh, uh, Hidomi turns into a little robot because of her NO passage, kicks the shit out of Haruko for a second. Um... And then, that's it. Th at that point, Haruko's like, oh, I know you're the one I've got to fucking, uh, like, target now. I you're watched through the target. series twice over the last two days, yeah. and I still can't tell you anything from the second episode. Yeah. I know you literally <laughs> just explained it. Right. But Do you remember the second those scenes? <laughs> very vaguely. Yeah. The second episode is the most forgettable. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Because the third episode is the beach episode. Hell yeah, Third dude. episode is the beach episode. It's Not like, a lot happens at the beginning. Dude, but it's frighteningly important. It seems like nothing's happening, so like you kind of zone out, but they're giving you crucial shit. Ugh. <laughs> like, you're meeting the girl that gets paid to... See, like, that was Ico. funny, but that didn't, yeah. like, matter, right? But Oh, no, it, it did because of the plant, apparently, which I'll find out why in a second. Later. Yeah. Well, like, it matters to me in that it's funny. Which it's is hilarious. Like, I'm, oh, that right, was... No, I'm, I'm, yeah. just saying, I'm, I'm so just, embarrassed. I'm just yeah. trying to get, like, a good uh, idea of what the arc of the show was. That's what I mean, like, in right, the grand right. scheme of things. Because, right. like, at that point... They kind of gloss over it, but three months pass between episode two and episode three. Oh, didn't get that. Yeah. Right. Where uh, Jinyu is just being a guardian to Hidomi, but Haruko is, like, stalking her, more or less, yeah. trying to get at her. But she's also her teacher at the same time, and they are at the beach, I guess, because it's a beach day of some kind. Yeah, because it's not a beach field trip, or else no. other students would be there. Yeah, it's just... The main cast weird. of the show who are like, well, yeah. we're going to the beach today. Also, there's a ceasefire. And they decide to have a ceasefire because they kind of 
that's when they sort of vent. Oh, they're like, oh, what are our motivations? You're chasing this thing you can't get. Oh, I know why you're doing that because I'm you. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Have you ever tried to draw fireworks? Yeah, dude. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you have to fill in the night sky. That meaningful yeah. dialogue. That Dylan, whole do you remember thing. what this is? <laughs> no, I do not. But yeah, that's uh, the point. That is the point when um, Haruko kidnaps Hidomi. Yes. Uh, fucks up the ceasefire because she's a tricky motherfucker like that. Uh, tries to make her overflow in her nurse outfit. But uh, because Ide is a horny bastard and sees her all tied up and whatever, mm-hmm. he overflows instead and a big green glob comes out of his fucking forehead. Right. Um, and uh, Haruko fights it. And during the fight, Hidomi kisses his chest by accident and then that's Which, enough to set her off. That's a callback to episode one of season one, where the two main characters kiss. Not two main characters, but no, to kisses whatever female is around. Mamimi? Mamimi. And it does like a 360 <laughs> spin in 3D. Oh, it's because yeah. Haruko runs her bike into them or something. Yes, and they like smashes together? their heads together something or something. Like yeah. yeah. Um, so this was a callback to that, because it, it does another 360 spin, except this time... She kisses his chest. Yeah, and then she turns into a junk pile. She just turns into a cloud of garbage. That's probably right. from like my her dream. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Got it. Burn. <laughs> um, but yeah, we kind of see that in the dream at the beginning of the episode where it's like she's like on a junk pile and she's like in her excited voice like, oh, we're all eating each other, blah, blah, blah. Um, hey. Yeah, hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they free her. Like Jinyu and... Ide work together to free uh, Hidomi from the junk pile, but uh, her car gets fucked up. Jinny's car gets fucked up, so she flies away, and Haruko manages to sort of coax Ide into trying to pull her headphones off, but because of that, it goes into lockdown mode, and then Hidomi's trapped inside her crazy side, I guess. Right, and she becomes happy all the time. Right. Um, Truly crazy. And then Jinyu and Haruko have to sort of meet on a level playing field be like listen n- none of us get what we want if hidomi is in crazy town mm-hmm. so let's go attack medical mechanica because that's what's controlling these headphones we need to get those headphones off yeah yeah following so far and uh dillman ide yes. wants to do that because the love of his life apparently is now happy all the time crazy pants right yes yeah. and he's yeah, like i, I needed to be herself i like happy hidomi I think she's interesting. <laughs> yeah. At least more interesting than Bummer Hidomi. Right. I don't like, know. You're not supposed to like Happy Hidomi, aren't uh, Like, I-, I watched that and I was like, laying it on a little thick, aren't you? Like, <laughs> right. Okay. She was crazed. Anyway, mm-hmm. go on. So, here's where we shed light on what stumped you the most. So, this is great because <clears throat> I actually have notes from episodes 1, 2, and 3 and I recall everything you're saying. Yeah. And you guys are filling in some gaps and that helps. Yeah. But four... Episode 4, I have two notes. The first <laughs> one is WTF. Nice. And the second one is the gray hair lady got killed by Haruko? Like, what? And then my first note for episode 5 is, I took almost no notes for the last episode because I can't make sense of this show. <laughs> okay, like, Honestly, though, like, this wasn't easy by any stretch of the imagination. Like, it, it's not easy yeah. to follow. I had to, I did watch the show twice. Right. And, like, even then, it's, like, racking my brain, checking the wiki, and I'm like, uh, okay. 
I guess. Right. I didn't care that much to try and piece it together. Dude. Yeah. I mean, like, when it comes to shit like this with me, I'm I'm fixed on yes. making it make sense in my head somehow. Right. Like, Ava, fully cooly. It's why I love him. Right. But, right. anyways, episode four, this is where shit comes to light. Uh, Hidomi's crazy pants. Uh, Jinyu comes up with the plan to attack Medical Mechanica. Uh, and then it's revealed that Eyepatch and uh, Masarao, who is... That's his name, right? Masarao, who's uh, the son of Amarao. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those guys are working for, I guess, the quote-unquote immigrations department. Right. Who's like who are in charge of like keeping medical mechanica the fuck off the planet, more or less. Which is the same company that the eyebrow man was working for in season one. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the sniper girl and all of them. So right, the one, <laughs> the sniper girl whose name just translates to brown skin or whatever. Right, yeah. right. right. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they're they're on that side of this whole thing, and they found Conti. Yeah. Because at the end, like, oh, we're like, where the this? where the fuck did Conti go at the end of Fooly Cooly? I Conti's don't know. He's back, bro. He's back, and he's literally crucified. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> didn't that happen in the first show? I think. Like, didn't he end up like that somehow? I think. Just I that, can't really like, remember. I saw him but... crucified and it didn't shock me at all, so I figured I'd right. seen it before. I feel like I saw fan art of it, or like something yeah. like, of someone like drawing him like in that yeah. state, and I was like, oh, Who I've knows? seen Maybe it. it was a promotional image for the show. Could be. Know. But anyways, they've been tinkering with the remains of Conti to make a houseplant that acts as a reverse N.O. This is where it probably didn't execute it super well or oh clear enough. Oh my god, I didn't get that at all, dude. I literally had no, but I had no clue. <laughs> <You just, laughs> right. This point I was, like, was just like, fuck it. Yeah, I was just like, the houseplant's important. I got that, and I, I mean, got that they were like, yeah. yeah it's just still, I think the main it. reason why I somewhat disliked this season is because it reminded me of the process of reading a book, which I hate doing. <laughs> it's like, y- you're reading and you're reading and things are going by, but if you're not mentally there 100%, you're gone, you don't know bro. what the fuck just happened. You need right. to rewind the page. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, couldn't keep me interested, dude. Then. That's the yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, like, the reason it was a houseplant was because Furikuri. Honestly, Dylan, I didn't rewatch the show twice in the last two days because I loved it so much. I rewatched it to know what was happening. I mean, I did too, <laughs> but why. it was also out of love. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. wanted to know because I wanted to love. Yeah. And I think I do. But anyways... It is a reverse NO. So, like, um, Brendan is chasing the thing he can't touch. <laughs> Dude, yeah. He's like, honestly, I want to understand you. I'm Hargo. <laughs> it's oh, why I relate. No. I'm, yeah, I'm chasing the impossible. I'm Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> sit the fuck down. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is where it gets, uh, like, ridiculous more or less it's like so they go to the plant to try to break in Mm -hmm. to try to get hidomi back to normal um and then they have the plant with them just by chance Mm -hmm. and then it smashes into ide's face which makes his head a reverse portal which sucks haruko and jinyu into medical mechanica so they make it in through his head 
Did you get that? Okay. Mm, no. I didn't get that, but, but go okay. On. Yeah, go okay. on. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I know we're both saying go on so that we don't have to dwell in any yeah, more. Like, like, I don't want to think <laughs> yeah, about it. I don't want it to be explained to me. <laughs> Do you not? No. No, I don't no, want just that part to be explained. Oh, yeah, so that yeah, we can move yeah, on to the next we just part. Want yeah, the yeah. Next part. Um, so when they wind up inside there, then they have a little bit of a heart-to-heart argument where they're like, you know what you're doing is fucking stupid, and you're never going to be able to get a hold of Adamosk. And then they start fighting with one another. Oh, yeah, they're fighting within the whole like plant or whatever. Yeah. But while they fight inside the plant, they destroy it enough that... Okay, when you say you guys keep you keep saying plant and you're right. meaning that's true. The, you the, said potted plant, plant right. and you mean like a plant, like a building, right? A building. I'm talking okay. about the building at this. Point. Okay, I'm just I gonna just say the this show's iron. weird enough that they could have been right. fighting within a potted <laughs> yes. plant. Yeah, that's anyway. True. Go on. Yeah, so they destroy the iron or they fuck up the insides enough that the headphones come off of Hidomi and she goes back to normal. They how did they? What? Didn't you just say they were fighting in the plant building? Yes. yes. What does that have to do with the headphones? But the plant, the co- like, controls how tightly the headphones are held okay. onto her head. Okay, okay. Yeah. The, the headphones are attached to the iron. The iron is sending signals that block okay. out gotcha. the NO signals because, yeah, they don't want Adamosk to show up. And if they do, if he does show up, they just want to capture him. That's that's all they want. Okay. If I just heard that sentence in the context, <laughs> I'd think that I was watching Twin Peaks. <laughs> The headphones are attached to the iron. <laughs> what? <laughs> David Lynch? Say it backwards now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they continue their fight outside because they, so they, they come out of uh, this dude's fucking forehead again um, and they continue their fight outside. Uh, but in the process of saving both Hidomi and Ide, uh, Jinyu gets fucked. She gets fucking smashed through the middle. And then reabsorbed into Haruko, and that's when her hair goes pink again. She's Haruko again. Right. right. It's like when evil boo eats good boo. That's that's exactly it. Right, right. Uh, She's a full being now. Yeah, she's perfect cell. Yeah, we're talking about Dragon Ball Z for anyone that doesn't know, but that would be impossible. You know. If you're listening to this, you probably know what (laughs) Dragon Ball Z is. It would be impossible. Right. I don't Uh, know what that's a reference to, but I like it. It's not a reference to anything. And like, oh, and for no reason, their friend Marco gets swept up into it. Like, he just, oh, he smashes heads with Hidomi at the beginning of the episode when she's all crazy. So his head becomes an NO portal, too. And while he's being used as a tester for this fucking ride or whatever. The Viking roller coaster thingy. Yeah, the boat. Great, yeah. Which... Which is a very interesting ride to choose. Yeah. Because when when I was younger and all my friends and I would like ride the Viking roller coaster thingy. Yeah. Uh, the thing that everybody joked about with that ride is that when it's going up to the top of either end, you feel this like gravitational force the in your balls. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. And that's what every like young teenage boy laughs about when they go on that ride. They're like, "Ha! Did you feel the feeling in your <laughs> in balls?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Is this show like?" getting in on this in-joke and like... Do they know? In like, from Toronto, <laughs> Canada, of like, feeling the gravitational force in your balls and they're trying to channel the the heat in this Spanish boy's balls. In this show. <laughs> like, what is happening here? Yeah, man. A bu- Holy coolie. A, bu- a Viking boat ride's a Viking yeah. boat ride wherever you go. Yeah, I guess so. Anywhere on Earth. You're, you're fully But they flip coolie. it upside down and then his head's going by the motors. That was really yeah. cool. Oh, I don't know why. fucking jokes. Yeah. But yeah, the whole fight is like super cool, but for some reason he he summons a bamboo monster thing and it gets in the way and it gets fucked up and that's just the end of it. Right. There's nothing around that besides just fucking action. Right. But at the very end of 
all of this shit, um, like Hidomi sees why, like what Haruko's like goal is really. Like she's not just a teacher. She's not just making a mess for no reason. She understands that she's chasing Adamosk, and like she doesn't want to help her. Right. And that's the end of episode four at that point. And now episode five is my favorite episode because they changed the art style. Oh, it's okay. just all sketched and so cool. good. So yeah. episode five, it starts with the dream, and I think yeah. the dream more looks like like an oil painting. Yeah, it's it all does, painted yeah. on the truck. Yeah. So I actually wrote my first note was episode starts with her dream again. This time it's an oil painting or something. And then my next note is, wait, am I tripping or is this animation different for like when the yeah. actual yeah. part of the episode started? Yeah. And then I said, no, it's different. Like, rougher sketch drawing. Less precise lines. Yeah, it's all yeah. very, like, hand-drawn. <laughs> Which I personally liked better. Same. It's just, I like, thought it was Yeah, it looked more. cool. It yeah. looked cool. And at the end, like, when the credits rolled, it didn't say, like, where the production IG logo was in mm-hmm. every other episode. It was, like, a different studio. I can't remember the name. Oh, but, interesting. I yeah. didn't notice. So maybe they handed off that one episode just because they're like, we need to throw some art shit in there just because season one had some crazy art shit going yeah. on. Yeah. So we can't Also, yeah. episode five is the only episode with a manga section again, except it's not like the first series. This yeah. manga section is really slow. It's very emotional. And emotional. It's when you find out that the mom wants to shut down the cafe. Right. That is the other contender for best part of the show for me. Right. That manga sequence was like beautiful. You dug yeah. it? Very, very cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, nice. I think it was cool. Me too. So did... Did that sell you on Hidomi's relationship with her mom? Yes, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it did. But because, like, Fooly Cooly's a six-episode show, but when I'm on episode five, I don't feel like I'm on episode five. I feel like I'm on episode 45. Whoa. Yeah, true. Fair. True. You know, like, there is so like much going so on. Yeah. much, and I feel like, I, I don't know, I should have seen this earlier, or not, like, yeah. this conversation, but something that tells me right. that yeah. this matters. Yeah, so right. like I literally see it, her mom before. Yeah, this. like yeah, I liked exactly. what it was, and I still like felt it, but it didn't really. It, it, it felt it felt like it was too late. Yeah, exactly, I yeah. agree completely. Yeah. I feel like I wasn't sold on their relationship, and it's why it feels so hollow compared to the relationships in season one. Yeah, it's like because we had time to live with those a bit. Because yeah, you get to see now it's his dad try and fuck his girl, and you're like, oh, like back off, dude. <laughs> yeah. This is so yeah. gross. This whole situation is so incestual, and then, like the whole time, I, like yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to like come off as weird, but like the sexual vibe of the entire show is so off-putting and weird, like. It, it got in my head and made me think about the show like after it was over like that was some weird ass shit whoever wrote the show was somewhat twisted right. you were talking about season one right? yeah season yeah, one yeah, sorry yeah. season it one it was uncomfortable but season two was like oh what if we put a magical girl being their housemate again isn't that cool right. but we never see her inside the house besides that one time one she snaps the plate snapping plates and yeah. the mom is a really nice character in contrast to that and the dad in the first season but right because he's kind of like her. a punk he has a yeah. zine he like is like a an anti-authority like he's like yeah kind of crazy it's the, great the only reason why the mom exists in the show is to wait for the dad yeah right it. and it's like kind of the heartstring that they tug at but it doesn't hit nearly as hard because you don't spend any time with her yeah she's just like a quirky character at the beginning that points a knife at her daughter and it's like say good morning right yeah so yeah i wasn't really about that either but um but yeah so episode starts off with the dream sequence 
then Haruko is like suddenly pregnant for no reason. Yo, they don't explain that? that. I have no idea what's going on there. But she explains to her class that she's getting married to like the man of her dreams, makes up a story. Right. And she's like, listen, all y'all, go to the amusement park. Just fuck class. And yeah. then they leave. Except for Hitomi and Ide. And then Ide has a showdown with Haruko and is like, listen, can you like stop dragging Hidomi into your fucking scheme, whatever it is? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, why, why don't you make me? And then they like fight. Um, and then he gets his ass kicked. Uh, and then when Hidomi shows up, she's like on him in like a very suggestive position. And then that causes her to overflow. It's like the slightest sexual anything makes everyone in the show overflow. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Hidomi overflows. Uh, more or less consumes Ide, and his body turns into, like, a husk with, like, two little earbuds to communicate with. And Haruko's like, well, anyways, I'm gonna go. Bye. Uh, And then (laughs) she just leaves, uh, and that's when she remembers, like, she's just, like, holding, like, his shell, I guess. And then she remembers her mom's closing the cafe and, like, has, like, a weird emotional moment. And then it, like, cuts to like what's going on at the amusement park is like all of the students are there in pairs or whatever and then we realize that the immigration team people are like using them as like a source of no energy because their plot is to fight back against medical mechanica using a giant dodo mech right i didn't really get any of that but now i'm getting it in like now that you're saying it right yeah um, and then also, after uh, Hitomi, like, puts water on his, like, weird shell corpse or whatever, it, like, floats up into space. Oh, and at this point, I don't know if it happened in this episode earlier or, like, an earlier episode, but um, the, like, eye patch and Red Hair Man, I, for- I said his name, but I forgot it already. Yeah. Uh, they take Canty's body to their people like they send it up to the satellite with the lost right. and found right so that's where uh Ide's body gets consumed by the puppy form of conti right conti's up and kicking again somehow yeah i forget how and they, they uh, he's just a, a puppy and you then was, he eats Ide. you know it's really together. cool yeah when the eyebrow man and the red-haired guy are both like having a secret meeting inside the room Oh, but then so the funny. Rangers guy's uh, uh, daughter comes home and she knocks on the door and like opens it and then like the walls shoot back down and they pretend <laughs> and like boxing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, yeah. oh, look at look at your hands. You could be a real superstar. I <laughs> love that. How he, yeah. eye patches just grabbing people's fists and is like, look at these things. You could be a real superstar. It's like, what are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> says, you could be a pro. Oh, yeah, you yeah. could be a pro. <laughs> and Marco's like, a pro at what? what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then yeah. he puts him on a fucking roller coaster. Or I don't even know how that happens. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. I actually laughed at that. That was that was really really funny. All right. Um, so, but yeah. So yeah. the mech attacks medical mechanica. Yeah. The humans versus MM once again. Right. Uh, and then MM fires back and fucks their shit right up. Um, and then Hidomi comes and confronts Haruko, and she's like half metal at this point because of her No channel freaking out. Um, and she's like, she just wants. Ide back, I guess. And, like, that much craziness is enough to 
re-summon Adamisk to Earth, and Adamisk shows up. And that's the end of episode six, or five, yeah. Right. So does Adamisk just, like, not have a choice about where he goes? Oh, I'm sure he does. Like, like what do you mean it, like, summons He's him being, to... like, contained, right? So it's kind of muddy. It's a little murky, at least from my understanding. I, I... At first, I was under the impression that he was being held prisoner by Medical Mechanica inside the iron. And I was like, oh, they're summoning these machines to fight off Haruko because they know she's trying to release him from inside the iron. But I don't think that's actually the case. I think he's just fucking off doing whatever the hell he wants because he is a pirate parrot. Oh. But he is attracted to like large amounts of power i guess because he's powerful and is looking for something that can keep up with him when it comes to what adamisk wants i don't fucking know but i'm just assuming because he is a powerful being and can absorb like entire solar systems and shit according to the lore of season one right that maybe (sighs) Yeah, I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, no, it's not it's you. Just like, it's just like, I, the just more like, I, I don't know what to... Yeah, the more I learn about this show without us talking about the comedic moments, the more I hate it. Really? <laughs> and I don't want to use the word hate lately. I'm, so maybe strong dislike. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm frustrated. It's so not let's, clear. Let's, let's finish episode six. So tell me yeah. what happened in episode six. Well... Uh. It just, it gets crazier and crazier. The fucking, uh, the, uh, the, the iron tries to catch, uh, Adamus when he shows up by shooting out giant balls of mochi, which is just like a Japanese dessert that's sticky. Right. Made of rice. It's what the globules of whatever was that was coming down on people. Right. Haruko and, uh, Hidomi get sucked up into Adamusk. Even though Haruko's just trying to capture him with like a giant bird cage that she manifests out of nowhere. But yeah, so they get sucked up into him and then they have that whole moment with Hidomi and her mom using uh, Aiko as like a radio channel. Because oh, yeah, they like communicate the plant. via radio through like the little girl's body in Kanti or whatever. Right. Um, that was, yeah, it, that was like. A nice moment, though. They were like, hey, let's let's run the cafe together. Oh, let's not yeah. leave. Let's keep waiting for dad, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they they nice. iron it off in Vegas just partying. Yeah. It's yeah. Naota, like, stopping just... some other fucking uh, <laughs> iron in some other city. That's yeah. what I want to believe. Nice. Right. But then shit hits the fan inside Adam Musk, and more crazy mechs start appearing. Uh, and then Conti, who is also Ide... At this point, because he ate him, mm-hmm. snaps into action. Uh, Haruko gets her old Rickenbacker back that was in possession of Naota at the end of the first season. Right. And she, like, calls it to her, like, Thor's axe. Yeah, like, fucking like, God of summons War. it, yeah. Hits triangle. Just Yeah, it's z- pretty cool. Zips back into her hand. It is pretty cool. Um, and then conti breaks the headphones off of hidomi and she goes full lcd conti and isn't like a big fucking crt television on her head it's like she's all cool and slick and yeah mech form um and they get out of Adamisk. and then at that point oh yeah and aiko i guess stops uh medical mechanica with the plant powers 
I don't know. She just turns into a fucking plant and just covers the iron, and then that's that. Um, And then the very end, which which I actually thought was like a convincing ending, is that Ide and Adamisk are inside Conti, and Haruko and Hidomi fight over the person they love, which is all contained within the same vessel. And they both kiss him. Yes, which was very silly. And, and I thought it was kind of funny. Conti barfs up Ide. Yes. And uh, Haruko barfs up Adamus. Because she tries to contain him again. And yeah, she right. gets her stomach gets all crazy. And then pop. And then he flies off into the sky and she's hugging uh, Julia. Yeah, because she comes back and she's back. like, listen, you're a fucking idiot, remember? And she's like, I know, I'm a fucking yeah. idiot, but this is all I could do, so. Julia's consoling him, or her, like, you can never have him, just let him go, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, she flies off into the sunset, and then Hidomi realizes that her life, she doesn't know what the fuck she wants, but that's okay. And that's the end of the series. Okay, one of the characters says, I, d- I wish I'd written it down, but it's, what was the reason for for doing all of this? And that sums up how I felt watching Fooly <laughs> Cooly. Yeah. Do you remember? But it made the me like the show. No, I don't think there was an answer. Right. But it made me like, like the show more because it <laughs> it was saying exactly how I felt. My notes for episode six. I have two notes. Yeah. The first one is four question marks. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is the quote that I just read. Yeah. I uh, to me they saved the ending a little bit by announcing that the red haired guy is the son of the eyebrow man yeah. from the first season. I really I love like, that. Yeah, that's pretty nice. funny. Yeah. I wish I caught that. I remember the scene, but I didn't even make the connection. Right. Yeah, and they build the cafe again in the rubble, and it's kind of like, oh, like yeah. things are going back to normal, sort of. And also, this is confirmed like a generation down from mm-hmm. the first. Yeah, it's season. been a long time. It's probably been like forty years. Yeah, because there's, yeah, because yeah. he's an adult. Yes, and he's, he is a child. Yeah, the red-haired eyebrow man is who I'm talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. God, we need to never discuss the plot of the show ever again. <laughs> this is so fucking. Yeah, stupid. it's like I said, like, oh, let's run through it quick. We, I think that took us like thirty minutes, like thirty. Yeah, minutes that was to a run while. Through it. That was and, a I mean, Brennan, you're a pro. <laughs> like, I couldn't have done I that. Had I had really, to. No, I'm saying I really appreciate you explaining it to me on air. I hope whoever's <laughs> listening, I hope that you're not, or maybe you that helped you too. I hope I'm not the only dummy in the world. Right. I hope no. Everyone you else were confused. I was confused. Yeah, I but you made sense of it. Of I made into zero sense. sense of it, dude. <laughs> right. I could have watched this over and I wouldn't have got it. The thing is, when I rewatched Fooly Cooly season one, things started to make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Started to make sense. Season two did not. Not really. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. <laughs> I It makes me not excited for uh, Fooly Cooly Alternative in September. Right. I am. If the word is truly alternative, I want the alternative to this. Yeah. I would agree at this maybe. point. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Like at this point, they can't. But was do... this progressive though? <laughs> I don't know. Progressing in the wrong direction. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld over here. Um, I I don't think they can get away with doing this a third time. I think the second time was cute enough that I'm gonna be like, yeah, I had fun. I liked it. I like that the story continued, even though it's the most convoluted, ridiculous, backwards, fucked up story. I did enjoy it. What I'm hoping is that Progressive, 
which is season two of Fully Cooly, yeah. is like the beginning of the second season of Durarara, where they're just like, new character, new character, new character, new character, no payoffs to anything, so that <laughs> in the second and third parts of this second season of Durarara, they rein it all in. They're like, this is why we introduced all this stuff, this is what this character means, and this is an ending with some sort of payoff. Is it going to be Yeah, more- maybe. I mean, I quit. During the first part of Durarara, yeah, so you didn't two. get to see. You so only, I didn't get to see the. You didn't payoff. get the payoff, yeah. yeah. But like, it was sucks. a slog, dude. Yeah, I'm not slog. saying that it was a great payoff. I'm just saying it it paid off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, fully coolly alternative new main character female. I should say that like in 2018 on April Fool's Day. Uh, did you watch uh, the episode? No, they they played the first episode of season three before right. the first episode of season two had even come yeah, out. Yeah, right. Which is kind of amazing. Fucking all of this great. has been done like so far in advance that they're just like fuck it, play them the first episode of season three. Yeah, could you imagine any other show like doing that? <laughs> no. Like imagine if like season one of Lost came out, yeah, and then they just showed season three, and also that would have been like people would have been like, what did the show become? What's but, even weirder is that the episode of progress or alternative that they showed, I'm pretty sure was in Japanese. But I'm pretty sure they're not going to air the Japanese version oh, until I, much after the English version. Yeah, dude. Which I is was, crazy. It's like everything's mixed-matched. That, that's a brilliant mismatched. April yes. Fool's Day yes, uh, it is. joke to pull. Cheers to you. I really hope season three is good, and I hope that it pulls it all together. Just give me a reason to have to sit through season two. I want Noah to back. I want some callbacks to the original. I want Eyebrow Man to appear and like pull his son by the ear and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" As an old man, what yeah. if what if Eyebrow Man is I? He's not. But like, what if? Uh, what if one cool. of the old men we saw in the show was actually just uh, interesting Eyebrow guy? Yeah, I mean, it'd be disappointing now because like, <laughs> we've seen them already. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't watch the show of my own volition. Sorry, season three of my own yeah. volition. Like, if you guys watched it and told me it was good, yeah. I'd watch it. But because we have a podcast, regardless of if it's good <laughs> or bad, I will be watching it. <laughs> yeah. That's I, funny. I think, like, I have to watch it. Like, I have to. By virtue of loving season one so much, I owe it to season three to at least yes. know what happens. Me too. But. For sure. I, I honestly, in my heart of hearts, don't think it's going to be anything special at all. In fact, it's going to be significantly worse than season two. So remember my sentence where I said that Progressive was like the Force Awakens of Star Wars? Yes. It's because it just rehashed everything from the original Fulukuli. I'm hoping that season three is like the um, the Last Jedi of Star Wars, where right. it brings in a lot of new shit and like some new weird humor yeah. and changes things a little bit to make it at least more interesting. Nice. Maybe not to like overtake the first season at all, but just be different. Did like, you like Last be Jedi? Because a lot of people whined about it, and I thought they were silly. I like silly. The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched it too, actually. I didn't like... <laughs> He's not saying if he liked it or not. <laughs> I, I love everything about The Last Jedi, but I really respected what they were doing. Yeah. What they were trying to do. Yeah, same. And uh, I think people were way too whiny about it. Right. Like, those stupid petitions and stuff. Oh, yeah. relax. Oh, God. Relax. That was Also, dumb, I'm not man. a huge fan of Star Wars to begin with, so The Force Awakens, even though I'm kind of shitting on it right now, liked it. Walked to the theater right. liking it a lot. Yeah, I was, I, was yeah. Yeah, I was totally satisfied. See, that's how I felt about this. It's not the original by any stretch, but right. I felt great walking away. Right. But right. I don't think there's going to... Like, unless they... Okay, here's the ideal situation, is if progressive 
was really just like a tip to the hat a tip of the hat to all the loyal fans who've been waiting so long right who've accumulated over 18 years and are so excited they're like here's some more fooly cooly that you know that you love that you came for here it is mm-hmm. and then alternative is where the true artistic vision happens and they push it somewhere completely unheard of. Cool. That's, I'm following with what you're saying, and yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. It's almost like how uh, Weezer, my favorite band, came back with an album called Everything Will Be Alright in the End <laughs> in 2014, where they just tried to appease their fans by sounding like they did in the 90s when mm. everybody loved them. Right. And then in 2016, they came back with their white album. They're like, hey, here's a, we sound different, and we're still awesome. And it's good. Although, yeah. for Fooly Cooly, I think that's a grossly bad decision, because you don't just want to give people more of the same and then change it up. All of Fooly Cooly exists on the the basis of changing it up from the get-go. If you were going to give me more of the same, that should have been the first 60 seconds. Then after that, you should have been balls to the wall crazy. That's true. Fooly Cooly should be like Radiohead. Yeah. It's like every album, something different. Fooly Cooly Season 2 should have been live action. I don't know. Just (laughs) give me the last thing I'm expecting. Uh, It's just the ending sequence on repeat from the first season. <laughs> you actually never see characters because they don't want to cast anybody. It's just like a Vespa going around the <laughs> whole city. Just stop motion. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Give um, me a 60 hour Give me the alternative. Yeah. Right also, Julia's blue car is like a mech and it has arms and legs and yeah, kills yeah. people and shit. It turns into a robot. Anyways, I'm going to do a quick rundown of the voice actors in the show. Yeah, baby. Yeah, in English because we all had to watch it in English, didn't we? Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we talked about this last time, but Haruko Haruhara that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. It's voiced by also Rahura or whatever the fuck yeah. her actual name is. Yeah, uh, she's voiced by the same person who voices Selty. I know I said that last time, but yeah. it's good to hear oh, from her because Selty is yeah. such a grounded, cool female voice, but she's so annoying in the show. Right? She kind of starts like that as the teacher, though. When oh she's yeah, like kind of yeah, yeah. You kind of hear the Selty in that. That's yeah. true. Uh, Hidomi, the main character in this show, is a uh, Haru Okumura from Persona Five. So one of the main oh, cast she's members. Ho- oh, that yeah. makes sense. She's kind of subdued and yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Probably the worst character in Persona 5, I, but whatever. Yeah, who gives a shit about her? Uh, <laughs> Ide in this show is a, a lot of characters, guys. He's Prompto in Final Fantasy 15. Of course. He's Joe in Digimon Adventure Try, which is perfect if you think about it. They look exactly the same. Joe in Digimon. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And Ide. Uh, he's Tuxedo Mask in the new Sailor Moon. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. Not the old Sailor right. Moon. Right. And he's Goro, Goro Akechi in Persona 5. One oh of the coolest God. characters. That actually. guy's Ooh. Prompto and Goro oh. or this Akechi are the same person? No spoilers. We're going to be doing a podcast on the Persona 5 anime. Whenever, when it finishes. Whenever it finishes or the season finishes, whatever. Yeah, so start watching that if yeah. you haven't. Uh, who is this? Uh, oh, the main character's mother, Hidomi's mother, is... Uh, <laughs> guys, just guess. She's a character in One Punch Man. Guess who she is? Oh Split chinned kid. What? Oh, ball face. Are you <laughs> kidding? Yeah. Good the, old ball yeah. face. Uh, oh, so man. good. I one haven't thought characters. about ball face since our first episode. Yeah. One of the best characters. That's, That's one amazing. of the first things we ever talked about in this podcast show. Yeah. Trips. yeah. Ball face. Because <laughs> our first episode was about One, one Punch, Punch man, man, if you're wondering. Yeah. People at home. Uh, okay, Marco, you know the little Spanish kid or whatever? <laughs> wow. I don't know what he is, actually. Yeah. Sorry. I they mentioned that I once, yeah. Like they, they mentioned Yeah, Latino, Latino, right. Wanted. Latino, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. Sounds which familiar. Is one of the goats of the anime industry. Right. Like, greatest of all time. 
He voices Ben in Ben 10, Sasuke in Naruto, the prince in Prince of Persia. Guys. Whoa. Yeah. That's the last Only the, one out of three of those. The protagonist. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, right. Also video games. The protagonist in Persona 3. Oh. Yosuke in Persona 4. One of the great yeah. characters of that game. A Marth in Fire Emblem. Oh. And get this. September. I'm going to be dying to this. Spider-Man in Marvel's Spider-Man on PS4. Ooh. I'm wow. so fucking down, dude. He's Yuri, Peter Parker? Yuri's a fucking goat. Yes. He's Peter Parker. That's crazy. Dude. Uh, I'm still fucking shook about this whole Akechi Prompto business, yeah, man. it's great, What right? the fuck? Yeah. It makes so much sense. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. Uh, Masarao is voiced by the guy who voiced Sonic in Sonic X and Shadow <laughs> the Hedgehog in the infamously bad Shadow the Hedgehog game. Oh, my God. Chili Dogs! All right. Aiko? Who's Aiko in the show again? Uh, oh, sorry, Aiko. Aiko, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the spelling and it's throwing right, me off. Right, yeah. She's a Shiho in Persona 5, the girl at the beginning who, oh, like, might have maybe jumps off, off something. Uh, yeah. Thing. <laughs> All right, and the final one, who matters the least, why did I leave this to now? Tonkichi in this, in... Is uh, he the old man? Fulikuli, yeah, one of the old men yeah. is Naota's grandfather in the original Fulikuli. Oh. If that matters at okay, all. Okay, I didn't I watch know. the dub. Two so. old men we both, we all barely remember. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really funny. speaking of, like, old characters we barely remember that make an appearance, Mew Mew, the cat, shows up again. Oh, the one that I don't know what that is. Do you, the old blue cat with that we see the balls of swinging in the first oh, yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He makes an appearance again when uh, Hidomi can't be dead. Well, yeah. it's also used by Haruko as a transmitter to God knows where. So he's an immortal cat with right. balls of steel. Right. And uh, Hidomi barks at him like a dog. If you remember this, it's when she's. Crazy I think again. yeah, I think I remember this vaguely. Um, but yeah. So, I enjoyed the show, but to some extent it pissed me off a little bit. Right. Uh, but I'm excited for season three, just praying that it'll be good. So I'm not truly excited, but I'm just praying, guys. Pray with me. I mean... What are, you, what are your closing thoughts on this? I, I, I said it already. I just didn't like it, didn't get it. I wanted to, but I didn't. It, I, it made me appreciate season one a little more. Even yeah. just talking about season two with you guys right now made me appreciate season one Fair. even more. But I can't even be excited for Fully Cooly <laughs> Alternative like at all. I wouldn't watch it if we didn't have a podcast. Right. Dylan even, is drained. Even I'm just drained. for the... I'm truly drained. <laughs> Dylan's, yeah. Even like for the visual spectacle of it, Like, would you be stoked for that at least? Like the, the superficial no, element? There are shows that look better. Yeah, honestly, Fair. we should have talked about this more. But Production the IG? Uh, yeah, Fully Cooly Progressive yeah. wasn't impressive right. to look at. It was Sorry. just very clean. Yeah. It just felt like very new and clean and spotless. They did kind of try to bring in the aesthetic of the original with the sort of faded backgrounds. And like yeah, a little a bit. A little bit, like in the schools and stuff and like that. And they got the, the character artist back from yeah. Evangelion and all that stuff. Right. He's back. But their style of drawing the characters and just like it just generally i this is why i was i was stoked on episode four because it just felt a little more rough around the edges five episode or five five yeah, yeah what, whatever well, whichever one it changed in <laughs> yeah uh i like that a lot more than how pristine it was do you have closing honest. thoughts yeah um i did enjoy this i had a lot of fun uh 
Love the soundtrack. Love the visuals. I did like the story, even though it took some fucking work. Right. I did have a good time watching this, but I can't with good conscience say that this can go anywhere interesting from here unless they pull something crazy like truly fully coolly right um as far as this is going so far i'd say that i would recommend season one to fully coolly to anybody i'd be like you want to see some weird shit go watch season one but the way that I would phrase that is to not even allude to there being a season two. Right. Or a nobody, story. Nobody <laughs> likes to hear like, oh, go watch the show, but stop after season one because it gets shitty. That just makes you inherently think that the whole show is shitty. Right. So I'd just be like, hey, it's, it's like, only six episodes. Watch it. Hey, want to get yeah. fucked up for cheap? Check this out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we've been the Shonen Chumps. We still are the Shonen Chumps. We will always be the Shonen Chumps? Of course we will, Dylan. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you can email us at shonenchumps at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at shonenchumps. You can listen to us on YouTube or SoundCloud, Apple iTunes Podcasts, or the Google Play Podcasts or whatever. Uh, we love to hear from you. Uh, yeah, those of you who have been talking to us, we love you. Uh, let us know what you thought of Fully Cooly Alternative. What did you love? What did you hate? Did you get it? What are you hoping for? Do you love us? Do you hate us? What would you rate us? You're the best. You're the best. What would you review next? Oh, the hectic He's reference. referencing Anthony Fantano, a YouTuber who does great reviews of music. Yes. My favorite melon. Shout out to the needle drop. So I'm just going to end this all off by bringing up my biggest complaint from the show that I didn't address at all so far. Hmm. Good choice. Where was Never Knows Best? Along with Mamimi. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. Make up. I'm on a two. Jacob. You said that with Jacob. 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 You wanted to. Jacob. You wanted to. Jacob. You wanted to. Shout outs to Jacob. Did you want to, Jacob?